0: Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. Thank you for joining with us this evening as we continue our discussions today. I gave you three words this morning that will describe our day. Christianity, commitment, conviction. I gave you those three words this morning and described that we need a pandemic, that is a good pandemic for the world and for us as God's people, and we've identified that that is those three words. Tonight I want to begin with something you have heard, a song that you know, let there be peace on earth. Jill Jackson Miller wrote that song in 1955. She described what it was that motivated her to write that song. She was depressed and in a moment of weakness attempted suicide. Thankfully, she failed in that attempt. And as she recovered, she became aware of the spiritual side of life in a way that she never had before. And it was in those moments of discovering or maybe rediscovering the spiritual side, she penned the words to that song. Her husband wrote the lyric, the uh, music. Now... Remember how the song goes. It begins, let there be peace on earth. And then it goes, and let it begin with me. That's our theme tonight. If we are, in fact, going to have this beneficial pandemic for the world and for his church and for us as individuals, It must begin with me. It must begin with you. We are the ones who start the fire. As I said this morning, we fight fire with fire just like they do in fighting the wildfires burning a fire against it to take away the fueling of that fire. We need to fight fire with fire during this very difficult time. And we fight back, and that fire must begin with each one of us, individually in our lives. We start a fire that burns against the fires that are coming against us in this world all around us, in this Very chaotic time. Think with me then, if you will, for a few minutes about the necessity of letting it begin with me. First of all, let me notice this. I think let it begin with me really means me and God. The reason... The world is in such a chaotic condition. The reason the things are happening around us, the reason they've always been happening around us since the beginning of time when Adam and Eve fell in the garden is because people are trying to do things on their own. And when I say let it begin with me, I don't mean by my strength and my abilities and my talents or yours in your life, but rather let it begin with me because it's me and God. Turn, if you will, for a moment to Philippians chapter 2. In verses 12 and 13, I think these are two interesting verses that present to us Both parts of the work that should begin with me. Paul, writing to the Philippians, said, As you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but also in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God. Who works in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. A person does not need to have knowledge of the original Bible languages in order to go to heaven, thankfully. But What we can find if we are careful to do the study, we will find that there is great help in realizing what is actually there in the original. In the verses that I quoted using the New King James Version, both verse 12 and 13 use the word work. But those are two different words in the original language. Notice... Verse 12, Paul said, work out your own salvation. That word is the word that means you do what you're doing until the end is in sight and finished. You complete it. You work or go all the way through. Paul was encouraging the Philippians, don't stop short. Work all the way through. Don't quit in the middle. Just keep right on going. Don't let it stop you. To the degree that we have the responsibility on our part to go all the way to the end, to see the end of our salvation, we certainly must do that. But number two, the verse 13 uses another word. I can even pronounce it in the Greek for you. And you will recognize it as an English word. Energia. The word is energy. It is God who works in you both to will and to do. While we have the responsibility to work all the way through to get to the end of our salvation, it is God who supplies the energy for us to do it. It is God who supplied the energy. By sending Jesus to make salvation possible. It is God who works with us, helping us to will our way to the end and to do, continue acting all the way to the end. We therefore have both sides. It is the work of my responsibility to do what I'm supposed to do to reach the end of the work assigned. But it is God who energizes me. Therefore, when I say let it begin with me, I mean me and God. This word, verse 13, which is our word energy, is A word used about 30 times in the New Testament. Notice with me, if you will, two facts. One, 25 times in those 30, the word directly says that God is doing the work at that moment. Sometimes it was Him working miracles, sometimes it was just God working with a preacher, with a church. There are five times that it actually is used to speak about the work of Satan. But even in that, think if this word is about God, and apparently this word, inner gaze, is not about me without God, it is about God in spite of me. God is working. And those five that deal with Satan, it's still God. Because Satan is allowed to work only because God says he can. And he has been controlled and bound by God in ways that keep him from overriding us against our will. He cannot conquer us if we don't want him to. Therefore, this word, gaze, is a word that means God is at work. Therefore, consider secondly, let it begin with me as I do my part as God works through that part. I want to notice some of these 25 passages where God is at work. Where this word, energase, or a form of it, is used. And when I see where this word, this energy, is used in the New Testament, I can understand where and how it begins with me. Walk with me through these passages for just a moment. First of all, Colossians chapter 2. And we consider verse 11 beginning. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision that is from Christ, through the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, being buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him. Notice, according to the effective working of God who raised him from the dead. This word working or effective working is that word in her gaze. The first thing I know is my part, doing my part, let it begin with me, is I have to have faith that God is at work. Anyone who has obeyed Jesus, having been immersed into the body of Christ, is stating through that baptism, I have faith that God is at work. If you are a person who has not accepted that, if you've not accepted this concept that God wants you, to begin your walk with him. And in baptism, you are showing your faith that God is working. You can't start a fire to fight fire until you are brought into the family of God where this fight then begins. And all of us who have accepted that, now we accept. That in our lives, because we have been obedient, God is working. He worked to get us here, and we have faith that he continues to work, evidenced by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Number two, let it begin with me as I endure whatever sufferings come my way. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul is writing to a group of people who had been through some very difficult times in Corinth. as an evil city, a lot of rough stuff. And then on top of that, they had endured Paul's reprimand and rebuke because they were not handling things in the church as well as they should. And so here they were in trouble, and Paul is trying to help them get over it. And he says... If I am afflicted or if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation according to the effective ability to, be, to suffer as we have suffered. In other words, let it begin with me. The fires of suffering that are raging all around. Let me light my own fire to fight fire with fire by saying I will endure whatever sufferings I must endure because I am a child of God. And I'm not going to let all of this stuff that's happening around me affect me so negatively that I turn from God or that I begin to question God, or that I am allowing these things to take me off of my spiritual path. Let it begin with me. As I endure these sufferings, fighting fire with fire. Number three, Ephesians 4 and verse 16. Here, Paul is writing to the Ephesians and makes a statement to them that says, Let it begin with me as I keep working, doing my part with everyone else. If we're going to start a fire to battle the fires that are around us, how much better will it be if all of us light our own fires and we work together to make it one big conflagration? Can we not do that? Wouldn't that be effective? Look what Paul said in Ephesians 4 and verse 16, speaking about Jesus, from whom the whole body... Joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body. Every part, the effective working by which every part does its share. This energy that comes from God in each individual in this church. We light our own fires, burning against the fires that are raging all around us, and the more of those individual fires we light, the more we are going to attack the fires that Satan is bringing against us. Number four, let us, let it begin with me that this commitment pandemic that we need will work through me as I do my part to acknowledge every good thing that is here in the midst of all of these bad things. When Paul wrote to Philemon, you know the story, his slave had run away and Paul met him, taught him the gospel and baptized him, then was going to send him back to Philemon hoping that he would release him to come back and serve with Paul. And in verse 6, Paul wrote to him and he said that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Some people every day are in depression, in despair, and anger because of all the things that are happening if you spend every day looking at all of the statistics, if you immerse yourself in all of the news coverage, if you are constantly being inundated by all of the political stuff that's happening, you just might find yourself in a depressed state constantly. Paul tells Philemon, Acknowledge the good things that are in you. If we're going to have this pandemic of commitment, let it begin with me. That I'm able to acknowledge that because of God through Jesus, here is who I am. This is what I have. Here are the great things in my life. This is the power, the energy of God that is available to me and flows through me. That is something I should acknowledge every day. That's why it begins with me. Because as I do my part, God works with me. Let it begin with me that I will keep a constant lookout for the open doors from God. This COVID problem has closed a lot of doors. It closed stores. It closed recreational facilities. It's closed stadiums. It's closed churches. It's even closed the doors of our own homes. Everywhere we look, a door has been closed. Because of this, because of unrest in those cities that are on fire from protesting and rebellion. People have closed their doors because they are scared to death. And in the midst of all of these closed doors, let it begin with me that I will be, as Paul told Philemon, looking for open doors. Open doors. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 9, Paul said, an effective door has opened for me. God has opened doors for Paul. God didn't close doors. He opened them. If I am constantly thinking about all of the closed doors that are around me, I won't see the ones that are open. Let us be people who look for open doors. Because in the midst of rebellion, in the midst of protest, in the midst of disease, in the midst of unrest and chaos, how much is it true that there are people in need of what we have and there could be an open door i mentioned this morning that i have a hard time remembering my mask and i said we should never forget to take jesus with us might forget my mask but i can't take i can't forget jesus well, I appreciated someone today. I know who it is, but I don't want to inundate them with requests unless they tell me to. I had a mask given to me, and it says, Jesus loves you. I'm going to wear that mask because that mask just might be an open door. That mask just might be the thing that shows me an open door. Let it begin with me looking for these open doors in the midst of all of the ones that have been closed. Let it begin with me to start this pandemic of commitment, fighting fire with fire by continuing to pray, pray, pray. It was James who said, the effective, there's the word, energy, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. Why does prayer work? I've never really thought about this verse before this way. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Well, maybe at times I've thought the effective prayer is the one that's prayed in good spirit in good confidence, in faith, in the right way, and praying for the right things. Well, that's true. But according to this word, inner games the effective, the energy behind the prayer that we pray is God. And therefore, that's why it works. It's because God is involved. That's why I can't pray for things that are not his will, because he's not involved in that. But if I pray according to his will, he is involved. We keep praying for a vaccine. We keep praying for release. We keep praying for things to calm down. We pray for the elect- the, the election, that good and honest people who have a thought for God, or at least permit God to be involved in our lives, we keep praying, don't stop. Because the energy behind our prayers is actually God himself. Finally, in Galatians 5 and verse 6, let it begin with me. Love at all times. In Galatians 5 and 6, Paul said, it is faith working through love that accomplishes. I have learned that wearing a mask is a way to love certain people because they're afraid. I've learned that creating some distance is a way to love some people because they are scared. I've also learned that standing up for the things that are right, when there are those clamoring to pass laws and to make rulings that are ungodly, standing up, And saying, no, I disagree, is a way to love them because we're helping them see truth. Let it begin with me, this pandemic of commitment, starting the fire of love. But finally, third, let it begin with me. Because I know that God is going to do His part. Here's the truth. Whether it begins with me or not, whether I do my part or not, God's energy will continue to be at work in this world. Ephesians 1, verse 11. In Him... We have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 21. Speaking of Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly bodies that it might be like his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. The energy of God is constantly at work producing his will. We often pray, and I think rightfully so, If it be your will, Lord, here's what I want. Well, here's the deal. God's will is going to be done, period. He just does his will. He can't and won't do anything else. It is his will. A prayer that says, according to your will, is not a prayer that's said that way to remind God, oh, by the way, God, do your will. It's a way of aligning me by the words to his will because it's going to be done. So whether it begins with me or not, God's will is going to be done. But if it does begin with me, If these fires, to fight the fires of things around us, actually do begin with me, if this pandemic of commitment in the conviction of my life does begin with me and it does begin with you, then when his will is done, we'll all be right there together. We'll be working side by side, fighting fire with fire, to overcome the difficulties that this life is offering right now. Let us not quit. Let us remain Christians committed through the obvious symptom of our conviction that keeps us moving forward and have the attitude, let it begin with me. Thank you for joining us this evening. May God bless our country. May God bless our church. May God bless each one of us as individuals as we strive to be committed to God even during these very difficult times. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky.